From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Damn right it is. Yeah. Alright, man, I'm feeling pretty good. <clears throat> Had a really good brew day today. And yeah. that's what we're gonna talk about right now. Thorough brew. You know, I always ask you what you've been up to. I'm gonna ask myself this time. Alright, what have you been up to? Holy Casey? shit. I did three beers today. <laughs> back to back in ten hours. <laughs> that that like usually it's it's four hours per beer, right? Yeah. So I knocked two hours. That's a good score. Two hours out. Like I'm like high score right now. Like, <laughs> like I was playing some pinball and just going. Like it's ringing out. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a long day, very long day. Ten hours of brewing is. That's a long day. Well, <laughs> not only was it ten hours of brewing, I also bottled four beers in that time. Yeah. Like so, it was three beers brewed, four beers bottled. Yeah. Like, that is a beast of a day. I felt like a pro brewer today, and I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't rough. even get a lunch break. That's a rough day. I, I think the longest the longest break I took was when we ran down to the gas station to get energy drinks, and I bought a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was a good day. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we got uh, we got the black and white IPAs out of the way, Boom. and we finally brewed the cursed beer, the Pivo. Yep. The Pivo Grodzitski. Yes. Uh, so that beer still cursed, by the way. Yeah. Uh, volume wise, yes, did is. not shake out. Very low. We got three gallons for two hours of propane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And three hours of it's my after life. Adding a gallon of water. To yep. It. <laughs> yeah. No, we overshot way on that one. Uh, yeah. So we had to we had to back. Uh, I guess backwater it down or dilute it with a gallon of water. Yeah. To hit numbers. But we hit numbers on everything today. Great. Which Great. I, I'm i surprised because usually by the time I hit the last brew, yeah. I'm just like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, just, let's just get it over with. Throw this stuff in there. And just put it, it all it in there. But yeah, no, I, I used all the tools. We hit all our numbers. And I'm like, that white IPA smells so good. <laughs> It does. Like it that citra delicious. is so, and mm. the the sample of the wort of the black IPA that I tasted, yeah, primo. Like it was coffee and chocolate, and no like no yeah. like roasty bitterness. Yeah, yeah. I so, didn't try that. Yep. Well, that was before you showed up because yep. you were supposed to show up at noon. It was, but then it was two. And I had a catastrophe happen. Ha! Huh, catastrophe. Catastrophe. <laughs> Uh, other than that, brew-wise, uh, we bottled the Dry Irish Stout, the English IPA, and the, what was the, oh, uh, the the wheat wine. Yep. Uh, so got those bottled, and then Rick, uh, did have you bottled your stout yet? I did! Yay! We bottled that today, yes. <laughs> we got that out of the way, too. Yeah, we'll talk about that in uh, two weeks when it's yeah. all carved up and ready to go. Uh, we've yeah. already formed some preliminary opinions on it. Yep. Uh, but we'll Do we'll we get you talk about it? No, no, no. We'll okay, get you guys we'll the full the full tasting yeah. notes when we get down okay. there. Uh, but yeah, Rick, what have you been up to brewing wise, man? Um, other than bottling our brew, my stout finally, and then doing what we did today, um, nothing much. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. Like I've determined that I'm really into Castle Danger right now. Oh yeah, Just that's a good brewery. I I keep 
going through and finding different beers of theirs, like at different stores. So like Divine definitely carries their IPAs and stuff. But then I found MGM up in Fridley when I was at my girlfriend's house had their regular pale ale and then their cream ale, which were both delightful. So I haven't had a beer from them I've tried that wasn't good. So really, really digging the castle danger right now. So that's really my new, new to me discovery for breweries. Been really digging that. But other than that, like not a lot. I haven't done, I haven't done any brewery visits. Been kind of just cruising along with the standard beer stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. What what about what about you? I already talked. We about already me. did you. We already talked okay. to me. I, you covered yeah, me see, first. We're, we're, out of, we're out. Of, we're out of order. No, you're out of order, man. I'm. You're I'm in order. order. You're out of order, Your Honor. <laughs> order. All right. So uh, let's talk about previous beers. Yeah. Uh, let's so do it. We have our double IPA in front of us. This beer, I've had a little bit, and I mean, we'll talk about some of my impressions once once we start digging into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so this is our double IPA, uh, which is 22A of the BJCP style guidelines. Mm-hmm. Overall impression on this beer: we're looking for an intensely hoppy, fairly strong pale ale without being without the big, rich, complex maltiness and regi- residual sweetness and body of an American barley wine. Strongly hop, but clean, dry, lacking harshness. Drinkability is an important characteristic, and should not be a heavy sipping beer. Right away with this beer, it's too sweet. Yeah, in my opinion, like. Yep. There, it it didn't ferment out fully. I don't think. I don't think so either. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yep. Uh, and that's and that's the that's the biggest problem. But we'll kind of get into that. So aroma, we're looking for a prominent to intense hop aroma that typically showcases American New World hop characteristics. Uh, most versions are dry hopped and can have an additional uh, resinous or grassy aroma, although it is not absolutely required. Some malty sweetness may be found in the background fruitiness, uh, either from esters or hops, may, be, uh, may also be detected in some versions, though a neutral fermentation character is typical. Smelling it, we definitely have too much malty sweetness in the aroma. Um, It's not a background. It's in there. Yeah, it is. Yep. It's, yeah, it's not, not enough like hops. A, I get, I'm getting more booze than I am malt, though. Well, it's too much whatever sweetness. Yeah, yeah, I'm, get, um, I'm getting too much booze. But the, I can smell the malt, too, though. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't feel like it takes a background. No, and there's, the not, there's not enough hop, for, uh, yeah. hop character in it. There's definitely hop character, but, yeah, it's but there's not, not enough. It's not enough. It doesn't... It's more like pale ale yeah. than IP, double IPA. Yeah. Okay, so aroma, I'm going to say we miss. We miss the aroma. Yep, miss the aroma. Appearance. Color ranges from golden to light orange copper. Yeah, that's our color. Yep. Uh, kind of golden. Yep, maybe yeah. a bit hazy, so we're good there. Yep. Um, and then our <clears throat> our head is not very persistent. Like nope. It kind of dissipates very quickly. It's supposed to be moderate-sized, persistent yep. off-white. Off, yeah, white to off-white head, and this one dissipates fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, I think carbonation's an issue on this one. Carbonation is about. 100% an issue. Uh, we'll get there when we get to mouthfeel. Right. Uh, flavor, hop flavor is strong and complex. So what about appearance? Oh, appearance, uh, I th- oh, we missed it. Yeah, I think we missed it too. Um, hop uh, flavor. I think we're going to go with the middle because the color and the clarity are good. But, but the, it's just the head. The head, okay, yeah. So I think right in the middle, a sideways thumb. We're getting the sideways thumb on the yeah, appearance? Yeah, I think okay. so. Because we didn't fail totally. No. 
I mean, this beer is a failure totally. Yes, but, it is. Uh, all right, so flavor, hop flavor is strong and complex uh, and can reflect the characteristics of modern American or New World hop varieties. Uh, high to absurdly high hop bitterness. Low to medium malt flavor, generally clean and grainy, although le- low levels of caramel or toasty flavors are acceptable. Low to medium fruitiness is acceptable, but not required. A long lingering bitterness is usually present in the aftertaste, but should not be harsh. Uh, dry to medium dry finish should not be should not finish sweet or heavy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, flavor completely misses yep, the mark. We missed it's everything. Very sweet. And I have a theory on this. Okay. Shoot on the theory. Um, so this one, we ferment or uh, we we did table sugar as like just regular table sugar as our uh, as our addition for bottling. Mm-hmm. And. I'm not entirely sure if we were completely sober when we did it. <laughs> I don't even remember doing this beer. Uh-huh. Because I don't remember when it was. Uh, about a month ago. Okay. Um, and so... That the may way, have been the case. The, the way it tastes to me is we over-sugared it when we were doing the... I think you might be right. Because it's a very cloying sweetness. Yeah. And that's and I th- I th- honestly think that's what it was. That might have been the problem. Yeah, it's too sweet. The hop flavor is almost there. syrupy. Yeah, the hop flavor is there, but it is not anywhere near strong. Yeah, if we could remove the sweetness, high, this beer would be perfect. I think you're right. I, the sweetness overpowers the hops. I mean, it, this you can still taste the hops. What do you know? Do you remember what hops we used in this? Uh, Cascade and Centennial, okay. I think. It, it, yeah, but the high to absurdly high hop bitterness is not there. Yeah, I mean we can we can uh, we're gonna continue through this. But yeah, the flavor the flavor is not there. It's way too sweet. Yeah, um, you get a little bit of hop character, but it finishes. We so do not have sweet. that long lingering bitterness. It's it is not a dry to medium dry yep. finish. It is a heavy sweet yeah. finish. No, this is almost like a barley wine. Yeah, like very close to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, medium, but without the, <laughs> without the, uh, the complexity. Right. So yeah, this is definitely going to be on the reader list. Yeah. Uh, all right. Mouthfeel, medium light to medium body with a smooth texture, medium to medium high carbonation. No harsh hop derived astringency, restrained, smooth, alcohol warming, acceptable. Mouthfeel, uh, too, uh, too low in the carbonation. Yep. Like We've got like a, a low, like a medium low carbonation. Yeah, so maybe. there there were a few things that went wrong. First of all, this one, like maybe maybe it wasn't too much sugar. Maybe it was that the yeast couldn't eat the sugars. Could have been, and so they didn't dry out. Yeah, um, I don't know. There's there's a few things that could have gone wrong with this. We'll definitely use a different sugar when we. Re- well, we're we're gonna use dextrose, which right. is why I rebought a bunch of dextrose. We were just out, and we didn't realize it when we went to go. Yeah. Uh, bottle this Oh, beer. I do remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, oh, crap. And we're then out. we had sugar. And then we were like, well, we can just use sugar because, I mean. It's sugar. You, yeah, usually you can just use sugar, but for whatever reason, the yeast did not like it. So. Something happened. Or we put too much in. Or we put too much in. That's, I mean, that's the risk you take when you're us. And yep. <laughs> you drink heavily before bottling. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? But either way, we'll use dextrose and measure it better. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Um, so we've got that. Yeah, no. Uh, and, I mean, this is a good example of uh, we've never had a beer go wrong at the bottling stage. So that's... That's true. 
Because yeah. when we, I, I remember tasting this before bottling it, and it was dry, it was crisp, it was yeah, good to go. So it was definitely yeah, the double, packaging yeah. that screwed up. Yep. So we messed up on the sugar. Yeah. In some way, whether it was using the wrong sugar or using too much of the wrong sugar, whatever it there was. was some, yeah, there was something where we screwed up. But, so, I mean, this will be another dumper because yep. I'm not going to drink this. Uh, but on the bright side, we get more bottles then. So Yeah. You know, we knew we'd have these. Yeah, it's I'm, it's a bummer. At the same time, then our listeners don't know or know that we're not super easy on our own beers. Right. Yeah. No, we're definitely not. <laughs> we are definitely our harshest critics. Oh, yeah. This is not acceptable. It's, it's not a double IPA. Nope. And so it's... This is like a shitty barley wine. Yeah. <laughs> This because is, it doesn't taste complex and sweet, it just tastes well, like Well, have you ever been to one of those breweries where, like, they have, like, a three-barrel or, like, a one or one or three-barrel system. They just started. They never home-brewed before they started brewing beer. No. That's what this tastes like. Maybe. Well, this tastes like Maple Island might make it. <laughs> I was going to name any name. <laughs> I was talking I about this place t- called, like, Train Whistle Brewing in, uh, I think oh. it's called Train Whistle in, like, Nowhere, Wisconsin. Stopped and oh. they had a, they had a one barrel system. They had like a a Coca Cola beer and Ugh. yeah they like and I talked to the dude for a while and it was like early in my homebrew career so I wasn't and it was before we'd started doing the podcast sure so it was six years ago now wow uh, <laughs> <laughs> well this reminds me of something maple in my brew yeah but yep no it's 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 a dumper which is a bummer. Yeah, yeah that's, that's two now that we've had. Yeah, we've had two dumpers now. Two out of 20, though, or 23? 22 or 23. Yeah, that's not too bad. It's not terrible, especially because we should be getting better as we go. So Yeah, but our first, like, six were great. Yeah, but our first six were pretty easy ones. That's true. Like, we should be getting better as we go, so if we've got 2 out of 24 at the beginning, or 2 out of 22 at the beginning, that's not too bad. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting us to have to... Especially because we've had a few that we've totally winged and never tried. Yes. That turned out great. Like the Australian. The Australian and the Tropical. We uh, we drank the last Australian today, guys. We did. We well, we thought there was no more, and then I looked in the homebrew fridge, and I was like, oh, "That's an AS written on the cap." And I showed Casey, and he's like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> I was like, "No, no, 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 we'll split that." <laughs> and then we split it, and we cheersed. Yes, and we was, we we uh, it's quite delightful. We mourned the loss, but also enjoyed the yep. the drink. Yeah. So. Double IPA was a failure. Yep. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, but we will be rebrewing all the failures at some point. So yeah. Uh, after 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 we're done with the every with the style 80, challenge. Yeah. So our goal is to have as few failures as possible. Yeah. Because we don't want to rebrew any of these beers. Right. <laughs> Except for the Australian. Oh. And the tropical. Well, I think tentatively our plan is to do a rebrew of the ones that we missed, and then do a best of rebrew. Yep. Yeah. Do a best of. But that one, I don't know where it'll fall because we have to do that when the and then yeah, then we've been talking about doing the every style challenge lager edition because right you've now been talking it. about it. We've been talking about it. You've been. I've been talking about. At you've you been about talking it. at me about it. Yeah, yep. that's exactly. And right. you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want to do that. 
But man, it. But then I don't want to build that fermentation chamber. Well, we'd have to build like two fermentation chambers. Yeah. I don't want to do it, and I don't well, really see, like loggers. But see, to that do one, it. that one would ha- almost have to be like a one a month type deal. Yeah. Because of the loggering times. Oh, I know. So like we'd have to figure out something else to talk about. Yeah. In between those shows, but that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah, we're we're going off air. Yeah, we, like, we are discussion. We are stuff sixty right now. weeks away. <laughs> minimum yeah so but this will be a rebrew for when we have to try to rebrew and make things right Mm -hmm. yeah this hand me me one of those it's it's not really worth covering the rest of this is it uh no because it's just we just uh, missed all of it yeah we We missed it this this beer was a failure yep and it happens yep so the nice thing is, is we do, only do you have do you have the stuff brought up that you could go through the vitals though, like or what like the recipe? Oh, you you want our recipe? Yeah, I think we should just go over it quick. Yeah, I, I can pull up our recipe because I think most of our recipe was good. It was probably our, just no, our, our recipe was solid because the beer under the sweetness is good. Yeah, like and oh, uh, we probably don't have the table sugar in the recipe. No. You know, because that that was that was one of the things that we threw in there, and then. yeah, I think. Well, let's just cover the recipe, yeah. and then. So our recipe was. Let's see, ESC double IPA. Uh, thirteen pounds of two row, two pounds of victory, and then 0.75 pounds of dextrose. Uh, and that's and that's all in the boil, right? Like the dextro- dextrose was. Then we used two ounces of Centennial. Half an ounce of cascade at 60 with half an ounce of cascade at 60 and then one and a half ounces of cascade at 15 minutes. Okay. Which should have given us a OG of 1084, which we hit. Uh, Final gravity of 1017, which we hit. Right. Um, IBUs of 83 with an SRM of 9 and an ABV of 8.7. Right. I feel like we hit all our vitals, but then we we messed up. We screwed up up packaging, and that's the biggest thing. That's what happens. Really irritates me. <clears throat> it's it's angering, but we know how to fix it. Yes. So we're gonna have to fix it. We're gonna have to rebrew it, and you guys will hear about that. Yeah. Oh, and then we use San time. Diego Super Yeast, which might be another problem because I've never used that yeast before. This was the first time we used it. Yeah, I don't know if that was a problem. I don't know. I'm gonna switch to 1056 next time we do it. We may as well because I know what that yeast is gonna yeah. do. We may as well do that, but. I th- don't think it was the issue, but yes, we. No, should I, I, it probably wasn't the issue. It could have contributed, though. It could have contributed. We may like, as well go with something we know now that we messed it up. Let's go with what we know. Like you, you try something new, and <laughs> then you're like, "Oh, that didn't work." Back to what I know. Yep. <laughs> yep. Sometimes it works out great when you try something I mean, new. I brewed three beers with 1056 today. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good. It's a good yeast. Good and simple. I, I love it. It's it's my favorite. <clears throat> it's my favorite. So that's the double IPA. We that got a dumper. Uh, it didn't work. Um, so we'll be rebrewing that. <laughs> Bummer. But you know it happens. Happens. And it's not like we don't have enough good beer to drink. Oh, we do. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to talk about uh, the style that we're brewing next week, mm-hmm. which is 25B of the style guidelines, the Saison. The Saison. This is a style that I actually really enjoy. Uh, I like a Saison in the summer. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't care for it in the winter. No, no. You, <laughs> you keep that saison away from me yeah. in the winter. It's, but it's, in the summer, it's it's very it's, it's refreshing. Yeah. It's spicy. But you got you, there's a lot going on, and they're good to brew in the summer because they tolerate higher fermentation temperatures. Yeah, because you want the yeast esters. Right. Uh, so the commercial example that we're trying, it's not listed, but it's a local one that we enjoy. It's the Liftbridge Farm Girl Saison. So we'll see how close it is to the actual style as yeah. we're going and through. And I feel like this is close to style just without reading it. For it's a it, it's an easy drinking Saison for sure. Yeah, but from what like from what Saisons I've tried, this matches style pretty well. But this is a really... Yeah. Either way, this is a very well, tasty one. And I've talked one. to people that say all Saisons have to be sour. And I'm like, no, you do not know what a Saison is. Yeah. You do not sour my Saison. But we have a sour saison sitting over there, gifted to us from a friend that yeah. we gotta that we have to bottle yet. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> We've taken on we did a lot of things today. A mammoth project. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I still get the looks. You know you know what I'm talking. Like you'd be like, hey yeah no we're brewing uh, eighty beers in eighty weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like. And then somebody what? was like, oh, yeah, how's your 80 beers in 80 days thing going? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, 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 that's bad. <laughs> no, not 80 days. I can't afford those fermentation chambers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, even the vessels are low and like, <laughs> that's so many. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You're looking at a minimum of 14. Oh, m- minimum. But, uh, well, probably 28. 28 yeah. fermentation vessels because... You would... Because a lot of them go longer than two weeks. Yeah. <sighs> no. Just no. no. No, no, no. No, thank you. 80 weeks. Yeah. Which is short enough for 80 beers. Yeah. Like, I showed you on 80 months, but then we'd still be doing this forever. Yeah, we would be doing this for a <laughs> long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, overall impression. Most commonly a pale, refreshing, highly attenuated, moderately bitter, moderate strength Belgian ale with a very dry finish. Typically highly carbonated and using non-barley cereal grains and optional spices for complexity, as complements uh, as complements the expressive yeast character uh, that is fruity, spicy, and not overly phenolic. Less common <coughs> variations include both lower alcohol and higher alcohol products, as well as darker versions with additional malt character. So, this is going to run a gamut. Yeah, they've got a they got a pretty good range of stuff that's included mm-hmm. here. So, aroma, quite aromatic with fruity, spicy, and hoppy characteristics evident. The esters can be fairly high, moderate to high, and are often reminiscent of citrus fruits such as oranges or lemons. A lot of lemon, usually. Yeah, yeah, in saisons for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the hops are low to moderate and are often spicy, floral, earthy, or fruity. Stronger versions can have a soft, spicy alcohol note, low intensity, though. Spicy notes are typically peppery rather than clove-like and can be up to moderately strong, typically yeast-derived. Subtle, complementary herb or spice additions are allowed but should not dominate. The malt character is typically slightly grainy in the character and low in intensity. Darker and stronger versions will have more noticeable malt with darker versions taking characteristics associated with grains that color toasty, biscuity, caramely, chocolate, etc. In versions where sourness is present, instead du- oh, 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 oh. 
Instead of bitterness. Instead of bitterness, some of the sour character can be detected low to moderate. Yeah, so if you're going to do a sour saison, it needs to be low sour. Like Berliner sour. Yeah. uh, Instead of Lambic sour. You having some issues there, buddy? I'm just trying to turn up the brightness. Oh, okay. Um, Appearance. Uh, Pale versions are often distinctive pale orange, but maybe pale golden to amber in color. Gold to amber gold is most common. Darker versions may run from copper to dark brown, long-lasting, dense, rocky white to ivory head, resulting in characteristic Belgian lace on the glass as it fades. Clarity is poor to good, though haze is not unexpected in this type of unfiltered beer. Effervescent. Uh, We should talk about aroma and... Uh, appearance of this beer before yeah. we move on. I keep forgetting to do that. That was my bad. Yes. <clears throat> Aroma, uh, spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, fruity. Like there, there's like a there's like a fruity spice character there. Yeah. It's fruity, spicy. Like a like a lemon orange. Yep. For now, sure. I sound, now I sound like I'm just reading things off the page. Well, it's it's fitting though. It it fits style so far on the aroma. Mm-hmm. Because it's there's no alcohol note, none of that. Yep. Like, yeah, I think this it fits the aroma for sure. All right. Appearance, pale gold. Yep, that's a pale gold. It's a light gold. Yep, pale golden to amber in color. Yep, fits that. All right, effervescent. It's definitely that too. Oh yeah, I thought okay. effervescent was just like your next category I'm like no dude it's flavor no <laughs> no I just I saw that right at the end it's 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 own sentence yep. in appearance effervescent yep. and it's definitely that so okay flavor medium low to medium high fruity and spicy flavors supported by a low to medium soft malt character often with some grainy flavors bitterness is typically moderate to high although sourness can be present in place of bitterness both should not be strong flavors at the same time. Attenuation is extremely high, which gives a characteristic dry finish essential to the style. A saison should never finish sweet. Never finish sweet. The fruity character is frequently citrusy, orange or lemon, and the spices are typically peppery. Allow for a range of balance in the fruity spicy characteristics. This is often driven by the yeast selection. Hot flavor is low to moderate and generally spicy or earthy in character. The balance is toward the fruity, spicy, hoppy character with any bitterness or sourness not overwhelming these flavors. Darker versions will have more malt character with a range of flavors derived from darker malts, toasty, bready, biscuity, chocolate, etc. that support the fruity, spicy character of the beer. Roasted flavors are not typical. Stronger versions will have more malt flavor in general, as well as light alcohol impression. Herbs and spices are completely optional, but if present, should be used in moderation and not detract from the yeast character. The finish is very dry, and the aftertaste is typically bitter and spicy. The hot bitterness can be restrained, although it can seem accentuated due to the high attenuation levels. Holy crap! Whoever wrote about Saison really likes Saison. Like, they just wanted to keep writing over like, and over and over. Everything that they've written so far has been massive paragraphs. Yeah. Well, to Somebody, be fair, this, it, encompasses, it encompasses a very wide style. It does, but somebody really knows a lot about Saisons yes. at the BJCP because the, that was a lot of words. You know what? It's Clove Dude. 
It's <laughs> probably Clove it's Dude. It's Clove Dude. Clove, Clove Dude loves Saison's. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> he doesn't have a lot of input in the other ones, but he's like, I got Saison, everybody step out. <laughs> like, Clove Dude's my favorite dude. <laughs> All right, uh, mouthfeel. We're looking, or uh, I, let's talk about flavor in this one. Flavor. I, I read so many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, suffice it to say, it fits. Uh, you know, slightly sweet, but very. Uh, you, you got a little bit of orange yes, there, but sweet, but the dry finish. Yep, dry it finish. Is a sp- sweet, like sweet, sweet up front with a dry finish. You got a little yep. bit of orange. Uh, yep. Or orange citrus, like somewhere in there. You got a lot of spices, like. Yeah, it's, it's got spice character. Like an allspice almost. Uh, a little bit of clove. I'd say this falls right in the medium spicy flavors. Yep. Fruity and spicy. So which fits flavor profile perfectly. Um, a lot of yeast character in this. You can definitely taste that yeast character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I think this fits the flavor perfectly. So. Mouthfeel. Light to medium body. Alcohol sensation varies uh, with strength from none to in-table version to light and standard versions to moderate and super versions. Super Saison. <laughs> that sounds like something like a Ninja Turtle would do or, or like <laughs> a Power Ranger. Like, Super Saison. It does. <laughs> Some crazy move. Uh, however, any warming character should be fairly low. Very high carbonation with an effervescent quality. There is enough prickly acidity on the tongue to balance the very dry finish. Inversions with sourness, low to immediate, low to moderate tart character uh, can add a refreshing bite, but not be puckering. Mm-hmm. This fits perfectly. Yeah, uh, no, no. Sourness. Very effervescent. Uh, you know, light mouthfeel. Yeah, no alcohol warming or anything like that. But that shouldn't be expected from what? What is the ABV on this? It's pretty low. Um, I think this is like a 5% beer. But uh, definitely effervescent, but this doesn't have that optional sour characteristic to it, which I'm happy about, but it doesn't contain the sourness that some of them can yeah. have. So we'll run right into comments. Variations exist in strength and color, but they all have similar similar characteristics and balance. In particular, the refreshing, high attenuated, dry character with high carbonation. There is no correlation between strength and color. The balance can change somewhat with strength and color variation. But the family resemblance to original artisanal should be evident. Pale versions are likely to be more bitter and have more hop character, while darker versions tend to have more malt character and sweetness, yielding a more balanced presentation. Strong versions often will have more malt flavor richness and body simply due to their higher gravity, although they tend to be very well attenuated. They may not be perceived to be as dry as standard strength saisons due to their strength. The saison yeast character is a must, although maltier and richer versions will tend to mask this character more, often called farmhouse ales in the U.S., but this term is not common in Europe, where they are simply part of a larger grouping of artisanal ales. So what we're drinking now is Farm Girl. I mean, that's yeah. pretty typical of the American viewing of what it is. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is definitely just in that lighter uh, standard Saison, I feel like. 
This is in the middle. It's not hoppy and light. It's not malty and dark. It falls right in the middle where that Saison yeast is really showcased and up front. So I feel like this is a, like a solid middle of the road Saison. Yeah, no, it's, when we're it's, looking at it, it, it nails style. <laughs> like, and that's, it's, it's the kind of Saison that we're looking to brew right. like, during this challenge is we're trying to hit the middle of styles. Right. Uh, On and, most things, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's unavoidable to go to, to, to go to one end or the other because right. there's there's not a whole lot of wiggle room. Yeah, like that. And sometimes with what we have available to mm-hmm. us, we kind of fall to one side or the other. Yeah. But this one shouldn't be hard to. Basically, going through this and drinking this beer, we probably just want to try to emulate this beer. I agree. Because this is a pretty solid saison, like right in style. Mm-hmm. Uh, history: A provision ale originated uh, originally brewed in Wallonia, the French-speaking part of Belgium, for consumption during the active farming season. Originally a lower alcohol product, so as not to debilitate field workers. <laughs> but tavern strength products also existed. Higher strength and different colored products appeared after World War II. The best-known modern saison, saison uh, Dupont was first produced in the 1920s. Originally a rustic, artisanal ale made with local farm-produced ingredients, it is now brewed mostly in larger breweries, yet s- retains the image of its humble origins. Right. <laughs> it's an in- I like the history. It's yeah. a fun little fact. <laughs> we don't want to debilitate the Yeah, workers. no, this is so they can drink all day and still be able to use their sides. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Without killing each other accidentally. All right. Characteristic ingredients... Not typically spiced, with the yeast, hops, and grain providing the character. But spices are allowed if they provide a complementary character, so they shouldn't be a showcase. Uh, continental base malts are typical, but the grist frequently contains other grains such as wheat, oats, rye, or spelt. Adjuncts such as sugar and honey can also serve to add complexity and dry out the beer. Darker versions will typically use richer, darker malts, but not typically roasted types. Sazer type Styrian or EKG hops are commonly used. A wide range of herbs or spices can add complexity and uniqueness, but should always meld well with the yeast and hop character. Bretomyces is not a typical, not typical for this style. Saisons with Brett should be entered in American Wild Air category. So no Brett. No this. Brett. No Brett. Also, is banana okay? No banana. It doesn't say no banana. But it doesn't say you can. Yeah, but it doesn't say you can't. Because various fruity flavors are okay. I guess in this Maybe banana. banana. Maybe banana. In this, I guess banana wouldn't be <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't be out of place. But it should be subtle, yeah. I would feel like, because a lot of banana in this would taste like butt. All right, uh, style comparison. At standard strength and pale color, uh, the most common variety, like a more highly attenuated, hoppy and bitter Belgian blonde ale with a stronger yeast character. At super strength, super, super strength, and pale color, <laughs> similar to a Belgian triple, but often with a more grainy, rustic quality, and sometimes with a spicier yeast character. At super, super strength. strength. <laughs> I like that we both <laughs> did that without planning it. <laughs> Just... I love when they say super strength. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Enjoy our super saison. 
<laughs> All right. We're going to have monster trucks. Oh, this one has a new thing. I'm going to cover both of these. Yeah, cover them both because i got to bring up the rest. Entry instructions. We have a new thing. A new We've not seen thing. entry instructions. The entrant must specify the strength, table standard super, and the color, pale or dark. All right, so if you guys are going to enter a Saison in a BJCP run thing, I don't really know. Like, whatever. You must specify. BJ, uh, brew mu- must, must is in bold. You must specify the strength, and strength is italicized. So you gotta. Um, so there's a fun fact. We're not doing that. So anyway, vital statistics. Uh, our IBUs, twenty to thirty-five. Oh, we've got a well, we've got a lot of different stuff going on here. Okay, so bear with me. Uh, we have because of so many different ways to make a saison, we've got split uh, callings for different things. So our IBUs on all of them should be twenty to thirty-five. SRM for a pale should be five to fourteen. SRM for a dark should be fifteen to twenty-two. Our OG, it looks like these should all be same. OG should be 1048 to 1065 for standard. Uh, finishing gravity, 1002 to 1008. And then our ABV, we have three different styles, which would be 3.5 to 5.0 for a table Saison, 5.0 to 7.0 for a standard Saison, and 7.0 to 9.5 for a Super Super. So, this is actually... We're encountering a lot of new things with the Saison here. Um, So, we want to shoot probably for Pale on SRM, right? Yep. So, we need 5 to 14. And then we want to shoot for Standard on the ABV, which would be 5 to 7. Okay. On the ABV. So, I think that's... That's where we want to shoot. We want to shoot standard, middle, whatever is... I think I have a malt bill. Okay. I think I got one. Run it Run it through. Let's see what happens. Uh, base malt, US two row. Okay. Uh, eight pounds of that. One pound of rye. So there's some rye in? Sure. Yep. Uh, one pound of wheat. Sure, sure. And then for some color and some caramel characteristics, just to make it a little interesting, a pound of victory. All right. And that gives us an SRM of six. With an OG of 1057. That, both those fit styles. Yep. So we're good. All right, hops. Now, this this is, uh, what kind of IBUs are we looking for? We're looking for 20 to 35. And what kind of hops are typical? Uh, so it's got Sazer type, Styrian, or EKG are commonly used. I'm thinking Styrian Goldings. Sure. And we're looking for... 20 to 35 IBUs. Oop, that's too many. So let's do this. 1.5. If we do one and a half ounces at 60 minutes, that'll give us 27 IBUs. Well, our IBUs are perfect then. Right in the middle. All right. Um, and then I'm thinking Belgian Saison yeast. That's, yep. From uh, Y yeast, the 3724. Absolutely. Will give us about right. 6% ABV. Directly in the middle of our standard ABV yeah, style. Yeah, and so we should get a nice complex malt flavor. 
Uh, mm-hmm. This yeast, uh, especially if we ferment it a little warm, should give us all those ester characters with just a little bit of a hoppy backbone there, like just a little bit of hops shining through. Perfect. Some like floral, spicy hops. So just run through that the our recipe yep. and vital stats. So we are looking at eight pounds of two-row, one pound of rye, one pound of wheat, one pound of victory, um, one and a half ounces of Styrian Goldings at 60 minutes. Uh, and then we're going to ferment with Belgian Saison yeast from uh, Y-East. Okay. Perfect. And our IBU is 27. SRM yep. is 6. OG was, what was it? 1057. 1057. What was our finishing? Uh, 1012. Okay. That's a little high. A little high, but we've been finishing lower except for this. That's- that's true. Bullshit. So yeah, well, this bullshit doesn't count. Yes, because we put uh, table yeah. sugar. So, in this but bullshit. it puts us at six percent, which is right in there. So finishing yeah. gravity that can vary so much yeah. that I don't like looking at that too much. We're, we'll be okay. Um, so I'll just run through the commercial examples quick. Yeah, go for now it. Now that we're done. Um, so Ella Zolis saison. That is a hard one to say. Yes, it is. Uh, Phantom saison. Le Fevre. Saison 1900, Saison Dupont Ville Provision, Saison de Pépiard, Saison Régal, Saison Voisin, Boulevard Tank 7 Farmhouse Ale. That one. (laughs) (laughs) You're going through all these like. Saison Pivot, very Frenchy stuff. Saison Voisin. Boulevard Tank. <laughs> it's, such, it's such an aggressive name to follow up with. De Pueba, Regal, was on Boulevard Tank 7. <laughs> farmhouse. There's a farm. There's so many hard R's in that. It's a farmhouse ale. <laughs> Boulevard Tank 7 Farmhouse Ale. Fuck yeah, America! <laughs> Well, we know which one's from America. <laughs> we ain't got no prissy French shit on here. We got a tank. <laughs> That's a tank. Every, That's a Sherman right there. Everything else was so French. And then we just did a Boulevard Tank 7 farmhouse ale. Hey, where do we drive the tanks in France? Right down the boulevard. <laughs> uh, I didn't even read it. Like, I didn't even read ahead to see that. Like, I'm so happy that happened because it's so weird. <laughs> oh, man. Such an aggressive name. That was great. We got to get out of here because we need the studio for another show. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to get out of here. All right. Well, it was good to talk to you guys. Yeah, right? Uh, no, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. So as a dollar a month really helps us out. And it does. Uh, we, we try to hook you guys up with some shit. Uh, uh, in return and all that. If you want to support us a little bit more indirectly, uh, if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindestudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage, which will redirect you back to Amazon with our little uh, code up in the URL. Then any Amazon shopping you do, uh, we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon, so it really helps us out. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or you just want to say, hey, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios, and you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.